This is Real Estate Rookie, episode 170. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I'm here with my co-host, Tony Robinson. And welcome to the Real Estate Rookie Podcast, where what we do is we focus on those real estate investors who are at the beginning of their journey. So maybe you've got no deals, maybe you've got one or two and you're looking to scale up. If so, this is the podcast for you because every week, twice a week, we bring you the inspiration, information you need to get started. Ashley Care, what's going on? How are things in your neck of the woods? Good. So today we actually have a question from my DM. So if you want to just jump into it today, we'll uh, get started. I'm actually excited about this one because this one, we got to get a little freaky in the spreadsheets as to <laughs> analyzing numbers and <laughs> figuring sure. it out. So let me pull up the question here. Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the BiggerPockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's rent to retirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Remember when you had to pay to get a lead's phone number? It was like the dark ages until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high-quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do-not-call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com BP. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. Okay, so this is from Chana Chin, 
And this is from my DMs on Instagram at Wealth from Rentals, or you can send a DM to Tony at Tony J. Robinson if you guys have a question that you want us to play on the podcast. She said, good evening, Ashley. My name is Chana Chin. I am a new real estate investor. About six months ago, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I listened to your podcast and Bigger Pockets Money podcast. Now I have bought three rental houses, four units total. And the last two houses I bought with cash and now looking for refinance and take my money back. I've been talking to the bank around my area. They said they can do two different options. So option one, they can loan me on all three houses in one loan, but it would have to be a three and a half percent interest rate, a five-year arm with small closing costs. So the five-year arm means that you will have a fixed rate for five years, and that is that 3.5%. And then after five years, you'll go to a variable rate or you can refinance to get another fixed rate. The second option is to have three separate fixed rate loans. So each property will have their own mortgage. It would be at a 3.875% and a 30-year fixed instead of just a five-year fixed. So some of the differences here are the interest rate. The first one is a three and a half percent if you do one loan. If you do the three separate ones, it's a 3.875 percent, which Tony, in my opinion, I think both of these are still pretty yeah, low. Yeah, those are still pretty solid rates. Yeah. So then the second difference is, is that the first one is only fixed for five years and the second one is fixed for 30 years. Tony, you want to kind of explain what your thoughts on the difference in having those two fixed rates? If we can, let's just kind of break down the like the pros and cons of each option, right? Because each option has has its strengths. Option one, there's only one loan that you have to deal with, which is nice, right? Anyone who has multiple properties and multiple loans knows that that can be a bit of a headache. So only having one loan to deal with is a good thing. The interest rate is you know, a few basis points lower, right? 3.5 versus 3.875. So you'll save a little bit of money on interest with the lower interest rate. The cons of the arm are that it's not fixed, right? After five years, who knows where your interest rate could be? So you'll get a really nice interest rate of 3.5 for the first five years. And then who knows? Maybe it's four and a half. Maybe it's five. Who knows what it'll be five years from now? So there's some uncertainty around what the long-term cost of that loan will be. Now, for the fixed rates, the pros are that it's a fixed rate, right? You know, for the life of that loan, as long as you don't refinance, you're going to be paying 3.875% for 30 years, which is good to know. The cons are that you're paying a little bit more in interest, right? At least for those first five years. And the other con is that you have the additional closing costs, right? There's closing costs per loan. So you're going to spend a little bit more money out of pocket to get those properties or to get those loans set up. So those, you know, at a high level, I think those are kind of the pros and cons of each. Did I miss anything, Ash? No, I don't think so. You hit basically the big ones here is to what to consider when you are looking at mortgage options. So what Tony and I did was we actually ran the numbers on these mortgage payments to kind of look at what they would be. And we don't have all the options or all of the information. We don't know exactly what the closing costs were on each of these. We do know that the closing costs were less 
on the first option of only one and more uh, for the second option of if you're separating all three out, which is, that's right, that's justifiable because you're doing three different loans. You're going to have three different mortgages filed. There's three sets of paperwork for an attorney to do. So having the three separate loans definitely will increase your closing costs. So that's not something that's uncommon. So we ran an amortization calculator So that is where you plug in how much your loan amount is for, what is the interest rate, and then also how many years is this amortized over for. So once you run the amortization period, we did it for both of these. And so we took the first five years for the first option and the loan payment for the month was $1,347. Then we took option two and ran it for three separate loans. And we just, we didn't know the values, but we used $300,000 so that each house was $100,000 each. And then if we did the three separate loans at 30 years at the 3.875%, that mortgage payment came to $1,410. So monthly cash flow, that is a difference of $63. We're doing the three separate loans would be $63 higher every month. So then we looked at the interest rate and how much interest you'd be paying over the years. So if you did the first option over a five-year period, you'd be paying $50,704 in interest over those five years. In five years for the three separate loans, you'd be paying $56,307. So about a $5,500 difference over that time frame. So those are the things we looked at. And then obviously we don't know the closing costs. So me personally, I would go with the second option of doing the three individual loans. So that your loan payment is not going to affect your cash flow that much. And if that $63 is really going to hurt your cash flow, having three properties, that's probably not a good deal. (laughs) Anyways, if you're going to be hurting off of a $63 difference. The second thing is the interest isn't a huge amount over five years that you're paying extra on the loan. The thing I like is that you have that security of knowing what your interest rate is going to be for 30 years and then having it change in five years. I also like having the three different mortgage payments. So if I decided, you know what, I don't want a $1,400 mortgage payment anymore. I want to pay off a property. I want to own a property free and clear. You can do that without really affecting your mortgage. You can also go and pay down a big lump sum on your mortgage and get a property taken off, but that's a lot more of a process than just paying off one property and getting that mortgage taken away. Yeah, lots of good points there, Ashley. I mean, I agree with you totally. I, you know, If I were in her position, knowing what I know, I would probably go with that second option of having the three separate mortgages as well. And to me, like, yeah, everything you mentioned, but the interest rates, I think, are what stand out to me the most. Like, I actually looked it up right now while you were going through your points here. And I just want to break out kind of what interest rates look like decade by decade. So we all kind of have a better historical context of where rates are today, because I think a lot of people are freaking out. Their rates have gone up in the last like 12 months or, or the last since the beginning of the year. But historically, we still have really, really low interest rates. So in the 70s, interest rates on average were about the mid sevens, right? In, in the early 70s, they ended the 70s. So by 79, was the average interest rate for a mortgage. In the 80s, and this is almost like unbelievable, right? In the 80s, it had got as high as 16% people were paying for their mortgage interest rates, which is crazy. Things came down the 90s. They started the 90s off around 10%. 
then got down to just about seven by the end of the decade. And then in the 2000s, you start seeing things fall to kind of the, the fives. And as it progressed in the 2010s, we got into the fours. And now we know in 2020, 2021, three below three for a lot of mortgages. So even though we're higher now than where we were in 2021, we are still, from a historical context, experiencing really, really low interest rates. So for me, if my plan is to hold this property for the long term, I'm going to try and lock up this 3.85% interest rate because 30 years from now, that's going to be like free money almost. The only reason maybe I would go with the other option is if my plan is to liquidate all three of those properties within that first five years, right? So if you're not planning to hold these long term, then yeah, go ahead and maximize your cash flow in the short term, pay the, the lower interest rate, and then sell all the properties when you're done. But if you want to hold... I would go with the option too as well. Yeah, that's a great point, Tony. And you can look at it and say, okay, well, when mortgage rates were that much higher, houses decreased because people couldn't afford them unless the sales price was cheaper. But you're purchasing this property today. So if mortgage rates do go up, you've already paid that purchase price on the property. So if you're purchasing, you know, three, five years from now and interest rates do go up or skyrocket, housing prices will probably come down or level out. But that's for people that may work out for people who are purchasing properties in that three to five year. But you've already paid for this property in this really hot market right now that you want to keep a low interest rate for this property to make sure that your numbers are going to work. And I just think the 30-year option would help me personally sleep at night if I'm going to hold on to this property. So Totally. Okay. Well, that is today's rookie reply. Thank you so much to Chana for sending in your question. If you guys want to have a question answered on the rookie reply, you can send us a message on Instagram at Wealth from Rentals or at Tony J. Robinson. Or you can call the rookie request line and be featured on our Wednesday episode. There's one 888 rookie and you can leave us a voicemail with your question. Thank you guys. And we'll see you on Wednesday. The market is changing and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom. And the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com slash deals, enter a few details about what and where you want to buy, and boom, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. There's free resources only available at biggerpockets.com slash deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com slash deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.